I knew your pastor when he wasn't saved, amen? But uh, he's a great man of God, a great friend of mine. Uh, always kept in touch with me, always looked out for me, always cared about me, amen? And uh, I tell this story all the time, amen? Uh, when I was looking for him, he had the CIA covering him so could nobody really get through to him, amen? And I made several phone calls and, you know, just trying to get in touch with him. I couldn't get through. So, you know, I got tired. And I just told him, I said, look, man, I don't know what y'all got going on down there, but you just tell your pastor, I'm the only black man that ever loved him, amen? <laughs> and in two minutes, he called me right back, amen? Come on and give Jesus a clap off, amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. God is good, amen. I'm just excited, man. The summit was powerful. It was refreshing. And you want to take back, you know, to Dallas what was received in my heart, amen. I'm just excited to be here. A little nervous, but it's all good, amen. And so, uh, but I'm at home. I said I'm at home. Amen. Hallelujah. But if you have your Bibles. If you have your Bible, let's go to the book of John, amen? John chapter 21, amen? Hallelujah. Watch. Hallelujah. John chapter 21, amen? When you have it, say amen. 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 And the word of God reads like this. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. In this way, he showed himself. Simon Peter, Thomas, as called the twin, Nathaniel Canaan in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee. And two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. Amen. Remember that now. And he said to them, he said to him, we're going with you also. And they went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. Huh? And when that morning had come, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know who, that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, children, have, have, you, have you any food? He probably bonnets, amen. He said, do you have anything to eat? Do you have any food? Huh? And they said, no. And he said to them, cast the nets on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because... Of the multitude of fish. Therefore, the disciples whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It's the Lord. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and plunged into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from the land, but about 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. Then, as soon as they had come to the land, they saw a fire of coals there, and, laid, and, and the fish laid on him, and bread. And Jesus said to them, 
bring some of the fish which you have caught. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you. Tonight, Father, we give you all the honor and the glory. Father, we ask you for a fresh anointing upon this service, Lord God. Speak to our hearts, Lord God. Have your way. Remove me to the side, Lord God, and speak your word. Father, we need to hear from you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated, amen. What I'd like to speak on tonight is breaking the reverse in your life. Amen. And say, and so here it is, Peter said, I'm going fishing. See, many a times we have to be careful because words are impacting. Peter said, I'm going fishing. And some said, I'm going with you. Not knowing the role that has taken place in Peter's life. Why did Peter say, hey, I'm going fishing? And sometimes we hear people say a lot of stuff not knowing what they're going through. Amen? And so they were just riding along. Say, man, we're going to go with you. And, 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 and our words can be impacted, but let's just take a look at the life of Peter. Peter was a loud mouth, amen? He was a soul when he was aggressive. He was emotional. He made emotional decisions, impulsive decisions. He, he had a lot of faults. He denied Jesus, amen? But nevertheless, Peter wasn't afraid to speak his mind. Are you with me, saints? And, and sometimes in life, we go through hardship, we go through headaches, and, and the grass always looks green on the other side. And Peter said, man, I'm going fishing. And so we look at the life of Peter and remember when Jesus called him, he was fishing. So that had to be his business, his occupation. He knew the business inside out. He knew how to go catch some fish. He knew probably how to go sell the fish. He, he just knew the business inside out. But in the midst of him knowing that, Jesus called him. He said, come and follow me. He said, come and follow me. And the Bible said that Peter left and, 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 and Andrew followed and, and they began to follow Jesus at the beginning. But then Peter began to go through something. Peter began to take our real fast. And sometime in ministry, man, we take our real fast. I'm with you all the way, Pastor. I'm not going nowhere. And then one time, somebody said, hey, aren't you with Jesus? No, I don't know. See, one thing about being in the home, no matter where you try to hide, the homeboy's hunger is going to see you. No matter where you go. And it's like that when you're in the church as well. Somebody know you, whether they're from the home, the church. Hey, don't you go to the church? And sometimes we can be in places we don't want to be, and we don't want nobody to see us. And they say, hey, Flacco. <laughs> you, you look like, that ain't me. And, and, and Peter said, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But Jesus told him, but when you come back, strengthen your brothers. And there are going to be things in life, even in ministry, even in coming to church, even in raising a family, hardship and hard times going to come. 
And Peter said, I'm going fishing, man. I quit. I quit. What is our response when times get hard? How do we respond to adversity? How do we respond to hardship? Huh? Are you with me, saints? How do we respond? Uh Uh-oh, I got the right crowd tonight. How do we respond? And I remember I've been in ministry, I've been saved 22 years. And it was a time in my life that the grass looked green on the other side. And even though you always have somebody that don't understand what God called you to do, I always tell you, well, come on home. Come on, come go to work for me. Come, come to my church. Come, but, but Peter, remember, hey, 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 remember, Peter? I, I called you. You was fishing then. What were you doing when God called you? Huh? Hello, somebody. Hello, hello. See, we need to understand that failure is going to come. But failure is not final. That's not the last straw. Yeah. Are you with me? It's not, it's not who can give a punch. It's who can take a punch. Yeah. Hello, somebody. It's who can take a punch. And see, in the midst of our hardship, we, we got to get to Jesus. In the midst of our failures. Failure is our greatest friend because it calls us to seek Jesus even more. And, and I, I, I remember there was a time, man, I had to go away and I, and I went to Peru. And I began to look around and I said, hey, man, did I make the right decision? I began to look at rats bigger than cats. <laughs> no, for real. You know, and I'm the only one running and everybody like it's normal. I said, hey. And, 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 and uh, and, and I was on like a resort. And uh, I didn't know, you know, the food over there. So, you know, I played it safe. I said, well, I'm just going to eat chicken and potatoes every day. <laughs> Not for real. And they said, you know, it's a command day. I said, yeah, boy, you. I pop us. Every day, boy, you pop us. I said, it's chicken and potatoes. And one morning I got up and I began to walk around and I and I began to go on the other side and I seen the what they had to, the chickens, the goats, and I began to count the chickens. Hello. <laughs> I said, one, two, three, four, about ten chickens. And then before I went to go eat, I got up and counted the chicken, it was nine. I said, oh no. And he said, it's a command day. I said, nada. 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 I said, I think I need to go on a diet. It's going to be good for me over here. Amen. But, but it was a time in my life that made me seek the face of Jesus even more. It was a time in my life that the devil was saying, hey, the grass is green on the other side. And I said, man, I got to get to Jesus. If I get to Jesus, 
Everything will be right. If I get my relationship back with Jesus, if I begin to seek the face of God, if I begin to hear the voice of God, hello, because nothing matters. Once I begin to get in tune with God, I said, when I get to the United States, it doesn't matter what's going on because I have a lifeline. And sometimes in the midst of going through tough times, we want to run away from the church. We want to run away from leadership. We want to run away from headship. And that's when we need to get close. That's when we need to open up more. Hello? See, the most important thing that we can do is to love Jesus more than our failures. The greatest thing a parent can do is love Jesus in the midst of parenting. Because parenting is not easy. We need an anointing to be parents today. Are you with me, saints? See, everybody watching in hardship. Everybody watching in tough times. And that's when Jesus opened his hearts up the most because he loves us that much. Peter said, I'm going fishing. I'm out of here, bro. I'm going. And you always have somebody who don't care to say, man, I'm going with you. That's right. Let's get out of here. But Jesus understood that tough times come. And sometimes in the midst of that, we go to a place of solitude where we feel like, man, I can't face nobody. So Jesus said, well, let me go to them. He said, hey, you got something to eat? And Jesus will always remind you of something that he told you before. See, the others didn't recognize Jesus' voice, but Peter did. See, Peter heard that before. Hey, what you got, bro? What you catch today? Huh? What you got? Nothing like hearing a familiar voice in tough times. Hello? Nothing is nothing like hearing a familiar voice in tough times. Huh? Nothing like that. You're going through tough times, and all of a sudden you hear your pastor's voice. He said, hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm all right. I'm just going through a little something. But man, it made your day. It made your day. And imagine how it made Peter feel to hear the voice of Christ. Imagine that. But in the midst of that, Jesus reminded him. Hey, man, I call you. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how hard it gets. Once I call you, nothing else works for you. The Bible says he called nothing. He's a, professional, he's a professional fisherman. He knew when the fish was biting when the weatherman didn't know. He knew everything about fishing. And sometimes we let our experience and our knowledge get away get in the way of our relationship with Christ because we know but it's nothing like a relationship with Jesus Christ Amen. nothing more see sometimes we can know of somebody and not know hello we, we you know we know of Donald Trump but how many know Donald Trump and sometimes my relationship like that with Christ. 
And in tough times, all we have to fall back on is our relationship with Christ. Oh, you women saints. See, the greatest work of a pastor is for him to love the Savior before his people. And, come on, somebody. And, and, and I was hurt when the church burned down. I was with pastor. We had went to a car wash, I believe. And, uh, and, and, and it weathered the storm. But how many, how many offers of temptation you think was offered to him? How many times you think somebody came with an easy way out? He said, no, I'm going to take the hard road because I'm going to trust Jesus. All because of his relationship with Christ, when it looked hard to everybody else, his trust and his faith was growing stronger. Are you with me, saints? And that's how it be. And, and, and when you go through tough times, your relationship with your pastor and, 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 and the pastor wife should get stronger. It should get stronger. Come on, somebody. It should get stronger. That's when you get to know him real good in the midst of your tough times. Because the devil's already trying to beat you up. Your faith increase. Your character gets stronger. Hello, somebody. And, and I remember my pastor telling me, hey, man, get out of here. I said, man, you got to call the police to get me out of here. I'm not going nowhere, man. And that's how we have to be. I don't care what the devil tell me. I'm not going nowhere. My worst day in Christianity is better than my best day in the world. I'm not going nowhere. I'm standing with my pastor. But see, he gave Peter, he said, hey, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Look what he said. Come on, somebody. Look what he said in verse 15. And the Bible say, And when they had eaten breakfast, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Then he said to him, Well, feed my lamb. Then he, and he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Hello? He said, you know that I love you. Then he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him a third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Then he said, well, feed my sheep. He was saying, hey, if you love me, if you love me, Take my people to Bible study. He said, tend to my sheep, disciple them. But we can only take people as far as we go. And, and, and in the midst of going through things, sometimes we say, well, I don't know how. Well, I can't do this, I can't do that. It's not what the head knows, it's what the heart is willing to do. Come on now. It's not what the head knows, it's what the heart is willing to do. And God is calling us. Hey, if you love me, tend to my sheep. So I thought I was going to die a drug addict. I thought God couldn't use me. I said, no, man, I'm not cut out for this. 
Because I thought maybe you had to talk a certain way. Oh, brother, God bless you. Oh, I said, man, I can't do that, man. I, that's not my style, man. I, imagine me coming up here and saying, oh. You're not going to say, hey, pastor, get that guy out of here, man. And I said, man, I can't do it. And, and when you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the world always trying to shape how Christianity should be to you. And what it is is religion. But a relationship with Jesus Christ allowed Peter to come back to the fold. Allowed Peter to come back to the fold. And perhaps Peter went back. And maybe some of us are torn with our old life today. Maybe some of us are playing with our old life today, going back to the place where we used to go. Huh? But we got to understand our old way of life is empty. Peter said, I'm going fishing. Huh? It's not what it used to be. Think back when you first fell in love with Christ. Oh, I'm going to prayer. Oh, I'm going to Bible study. Well, let me bring it home because some of y'all say, think about when you first seen somebody you like in the church. Oh, Lord. Oh, Pastor, I just, Pastor, I just love this church. But you're looking at the pastor. Pastor, I just love this church. Huh? Did you fall in love at the church? Huh? Think about when you first came in the home and you seen somebody you like. You was willing to do anything. Go through the discipline. Oh, I take the discipline. And now that you got her, what now? Now that you got her, what now? Will you still take the discipline? Will you still come to prayer on time? Come on, somebody. Huh? Are you still willing to go out? Do you still worship like you used to? Huh? Are you with me, saints? He said, Lord, where can I go? You got the words of life. You remember Peter told him that, hey, where am I going to go, man? You got everything, Lord. See, characters are built in tough times. But also, look at the reward of allowing Christ to be in your character. Peter preached a message and 3,000 got saved. Are you with me, saints? And all God is telling us is not where you're at right now. It's where he's going to take you. It's where you're going. It's where your pastor going. Where God is taking his ministry. It's just the beginning. And you're counted in. What's stopping you? What's holding you back? Come on, somebody. Peter said, I'm going fishing. You might not have been a fisherman, but what did you used to do? Hello. I graduated from the home. Now I'm going back. Huh? I've been in the church. Now what? I finished the first phase. Christ is calling you. He said, well, 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 Pastor, I, I, I want to get married. I'm not getting no, oh, no. Yeah, but preparation. Come on. 
Preparation. Preparation. There's nothing better than getting prepared. See, you ever notice in America, nobody invites you to the marriage? They always invite you to the wedding? Hello? Nobody gets invited to the marriage. But everybody gets invited to the wedding. The wedding is one day. Come on now. Hello? But, but the marriage is, hey, when the brass knuckles get going. Huh? When, when you don't spend all the money and you want to blame somebody, that's when Christ come in and say, you remember? We're reaching. We're teaching. We're mending. We're sending. Huh? Remember? Hello? Remember? Let's go back. Remember? I called you. Said, Peter, you got something to eat? Huh? Oh, you women saints. The Bible says, he said, Jesus, you know I love you. He said, if you love me, feed my sheep. And that's what he asked him today. Do you love me? Hello? He said, do you love me? If you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, take a stand and, and partner with your pastor and, and go all the way. Break the reverse. Break the reverse. You break the reverse. Say, ain't no going backwards. Everything's going forward. Break the reverse. I, I don't have a reverse. I'd rather stay stuck than go backwards. Hello? Because if somebody come help me, all they have to do is pull me forward. Because I can't go backwards. Come on. I can't go backwards. And someone's saying, I wouldn't go back to that girl if I had to. Hello. <laughs> Peter said, man, I'm going fishing. And Jesus always have a way of letting us know, hey, I still love you. No matter what you have done in life, no matter what you're going through, I still love you. I still have a place for you. I still have a calling for you. No matter what you're going through, like, I still love you. And there are some people here today saying the grass is green on the other side. But the devil is a liar tonight. The devil is a liar tonight. He said, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, stand with your pastor. Say, well, I want to, but there's something in my heart to bring to the altar. Release it tonight. Release it tonight. See, I don't know what you've been going through, but one thing I do know that Christ is here. Peter said, I'm going fishing. And you never know who's following you. Your kids can be happy, but because you might not be, and you think about taking them somewhere else, think about how you're going to uproot them. And all the enemy is waiting for somebody to make the wrong decision when Christ is here. Let's all stand, amen? Let's all stand. See, I don't know. But Peter said, man, I'm going fishing. What are you saying tonight? Every head by and every eye closed. See, sometimes in life, we got to say no matter what's going on, I'm not going backwards. 
I have enough faith to trust in the unknown. I have enough sense that it's in hell going backwards. He said, well, 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 it's not going right in my marriage. Christ is real. Maybe we need to humble ourselves. Maybe we need to listen more. I don't know. But one thing I do know, that the devil don't play for. The enemy don't play for. And some of you, God might be tugging at your heart to get involved full time. I don't know. But one thing I do know that God has called you. God has touched your life. If not, you wouldn't be here tonight. And we know fear is the number one killer of doing what God asks us to do. He's saying, well, Lord, I know you called me, but I've just been lots of days in what you're asking me to do. But tonight, I want to change it around. Every head by and every eye closed. If that's you, just raise your hand. Just raise your Don't worry about the person next to you. We all got problems. Maybe you want to rededicate your life back to Christ. If that's you, raise your hand. Maybe you don't know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And tonight you can accept him. Or maybe you said, I just need a fresh charge. I'm getting dry in my worship. I'm getting dry in my relationship. If that's you, raise your hand. We're going to make an altar call. Amen. Come on and bring it to the altar. Don't worry about the person next to you. We all got our own problems. But the good thing, we can bring it to the altar and we can tell Christ and he's not going to tell nobody. <laughs> this way you tell your secrets here at the altar. It's going to stay a secret. It's between you and Christ. God is here. Come on. Come on. Come on, right there where you are.